Welcome on in, everybody. We are the Confused Gentlemen. This is episode two of season number two, and we have a great show for you guys today. Uh, so thank you for listening, and uh, we'll get this show started. How you guys doing tonight? Doing great. Oh, we're doing great. Good. And since I didn't introduce him before, and my name is Kip, and on the screen to my left is Christian, and the screen to my right is WD. Uh, back in November, we talked pre-election uh, politics and, and topics that revolved around that, and we were going to do a post-election one after the election, but there's a whole mess of things that happened. So we are going to do the post-election topic tonight and kind of discuss uh, everything that's happened over the last couple months. Today is January 19th, so in a little over 12 hours, Biden will be inaugurated tomorrow uh, in Washington, and nothing says like a good inauguration than 20,000 troops storming the Capitol, but we'll say that for going forward. So it's been a couple crazy... uh, couple crazy months uh unless you're living under a rock you'll know that biden was certified as the winner of the election he got 80 million votes personally you'll never convince me that he got 80 million votes i think that's a shit but he did though so sure he did um 80 million legal votes how about that does that help you a little bit no no they're all legal like oh are are they okay we'll get into it We'll definitely get into it. Uh, Trump, I think, got what seventy-five million or something yeah. like that. So plus or minus was about five million votes overall. I know Trump's got about two thousand two hundred counties. Biden scored about four hundred counties. I think it was. Uh, he definitely got the major cities. You had Democrats control the House, but their lead narrowed down to I think only eight seats, I believe. And then uh, they also got the Democrats also gained control of the Senate. After a runoff election in Georgia, which uh, my two cohorts will probably discuss a little bit more detail since they live in Georgia. And we'll kind of go from there. So let, let me get your gut reactions. Um, I, I know Christian before show said he's going to try and take a little bit more of a Democratic liberal lean to the uh, to the show. Uh, to, to give us a, to give you another little rundown, me and WD are definitely more on the conservative side of the spectrum. I would even say that WD is a little more further right than I am. And I think Christian is definitely more centerline, moderate, leaning both sides. Um, so I would definitely consider myself a moderate. For right. Sure. So we, as what all good citizens should do, is we try to look at the election as a whole, look at candidates as a whole, and never be blinded from one side or the other just because I'm labeled a, quote, Republican or Democrat. We want to look at policies and the advancement of the country more than just a person in general. So, WD, let's start with you. I'm going to silence uh, and censor Christian since I have that power right now, uh, just like some of the social media companies right now. So, WD, let's get your start and your reaction to the uh, election. And the and uh, let's just go with like election night, and then we'll go into the the months after that. Sure. Um, well, I'm glad that our podcast can give a little preview of what's going to happen for the next four years with the silencing and censorship. Um, yeah, like Kip said, I'm probably, probably the furthest right out of us three, I would imagine, but I'm not extreme, uh, like tea party, right. Individual, but yeah, so election night, um, definitely was expecting Trump to win outright. I, I did expect there, there, there to be a little bit of, uh, 
election fraud is what the term's been thrown around right now. So I was just going to call it that to happen. But I didn't think it would be enough to really affect the election, how it has become. Through that night, obviously, I was I try not to watch mainstream media, um, but I was I did have uh, Fox News on, which is probably the worst one to have on. Uh, even though it is the more conservative of the of the uh, MSMs, but yeah, they did a terrible job with how they predicted and just how they forecasted the election. And uh, I got onto, I believe they're called, is it called Red Eagle? Kip, is that the is that, is yeah, that the, the YouTube channel? Um, those, I think that's the one yeah. I sent you. Red Eagle or Red or Red Eagle something politics, like that, something yeah. like that. That's a really good group of guys. They're about our age, maybe even a hair younger. That just they were just looking at straight facts of the votes that were coming in. This is what it was going to take to win this county or this um, this state and all. So I was more watching that than the actual mainstream media. So of course, as everybody knows, everybody went to sleep that night, and then somehow Biden went straight up instead of a gradual gaining of um, of votes so which is really odd right that this doesn't happen there's not usually a dump of votes like that in the middle of the night so and there's all this stuff that happened here specifically in georgia water main break that actually didn't happen um, a couple other things happened that had been found out were not really true so let's just take the next couple months you know trump is very uh well Go ahead. Pause on ahead. pause on that. This um, we'll we'll get in the next couple of months. Christian, what was your initial reaction to election night? Honestly, I wasn't as sure um, on Trump's victory. Now, I, d- I did think that he was gonna somehow squeak it out, but I wasn't as confident as WD was. And honestly, I'm not surprised Biden won. Um, I think he won for the same reason Trump won. Uh, Trump won the election. Um, his election simply because he chose a certain group of people and they followed him and they voted his 51%. And that's what happened. Now on the flip side, after four years, uh, that 49% that didn't vote for Trump got a lot bigger because of Trump's either policies or personal uh, stances or what have you, or just people around him. I think people just got tired of Trump being Trump and representing them. And I think you did see a silent, uh, majority of people come out, you know, especially being counted at night uh, to win it again. Um, there is that voter fraud that hangs over that. There's no way personally for me to prove that that's true or false. Personally, I think it was a little sketch. Um, if I'm honest, I don't really think that mathematically that is something that can happen. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't have control over it. Um, but what I do have control over is my community. And that's kind of after that, realizing that Biden won. I honestly don't have a whole lot of confidence in either candidate. So I was very surprised that Biden won. But my day in and day out life is probably not going to change uh, too drastically. Mm. Mm. I mean, you're right. My, co- my college is going to get I paid for. I- uh, I'm gonna have you know some better taxes and things like that, but what? Better taxes? Okay. Yeah. What do better you mean? Ta- better what do you mean? Taxes. My taxes are gonna yeah, go to good it, things. 
So you're you're really gonna play the liberal role today? <laughs> you're, you're 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 really gonna hey, try to do it. Let me tell you, when I sell into a role, I sell into it. Honestly, though, I, I will be honest. I, I did put my liberal hat on there at the end, but I really didn't think Trump was going to win by much, and it didn't surprise me that he lost. Now, as both of y'all know, I, I did want Trump to win just because he's the devil I knew. And I really don't have a whole lot of confidence in Joe Biden. But honestly, uh, Joe winning isn't a huge surprise to me personally. It wasn't a, a, a great deal of surprise to me. Uh, going into election, I thought it was more so Trump's election to lose. Mm-hmm. And over the last few months prior up to the election, when you look in July, August, September, uh, things happened for that probably didn't reflect well with him obviously the whole corona stuff and the vaccines and this that and the other and he was getting attacked day in and day out by mainstream media and that just settles into a role for people and they just start believing what they hear whether it's true or not so the question come election night was how strong is the silent majority that they always deemed it necessary is it strong enough to tilt it in his favor to the 51-52%? Again, if he won, I didn't think he was going to win by much. Right. You know, what I was surprised at is, as WD said as well, I figure there's going to be some type of contested election in some state. Right. Going in, you know, you heard Pennsylvania was a big one and turned out to be there was a lot of stuff going on in Pennsylvania, but... The oddball stuff was, is like you said, you know, eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Trump's just going ham in terms of vote totals and percentages. He's winning all these counties, and and everyone kept saying, "Wait till the cities would count. Wait till the cities. Wait till the cities." And then all of a sudden, six states stop talk, stop counting, which is absolutely bizarre to me. What you have? You had Georgia, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Michigan stop my state. In Arizona, and they think there was another one, right? Something. Yeah. And then at three, four in the morning, across all these states, you had the same response, and you had that dagger go up for Biden's favor to put him in the lead, and Trump never overcame that. And that was synonymous. I know, oh, Wyoming, uh, Wisconsin was the other one, and that was synonymous in three of those states. I I, don't, I know Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. I can't remember about the other ones. So it was very strange to me that you had all these weird happenings that don't normally happen. And I think that's when the fear the fury and the frustration came in for myself where you're not where you you're kind of seeing without hardcore evidence very peculiar election results. And as we go forward, you know, a lot of people that I talked to myself was like, okay, well let's Way it from happens, and and I think we in our even our pre-election show we said, whoever loses is going to contest the election, mm-hmm. one way or the other. So we knew court cases were going to happen. We knew all this was going to happen. So the next few months, you know, you're you're looking at the certain deadlines. You're like, what was it like? Thanksgiving was one, and then December fourteenth, or whatever. Yeah. Those certain dates are all the way up to uh, a few days ago on, on the sixth. Um, very strange stuff, and I know people that want Biden are happy. People that want Trump are pissed. But I remember reading a poll last month, I believe it was, where fifty-one or fifty-two percent of the people polled believe the election was fraudulent, 
in one way or the other. So it's kind of concerning when you got more than half the country thinking there is a problem with the process. And well, most of the, most of those people lost the election, so that doesn't surprise me. Well, most of those well, people it, lost the election, then Trump would have won. Yeah. So you know, fifty-one percent, fifty-two percent of the votes say it was fraudulent. You know, if the vast majority of those are Trump supporters, he would have won. Right? No, what I'm saying is they lost. <laughs> That's why they're saying that. Well, I know, but if you have 50... Mm, okay. Well, I, don't you got to assume that if you do a, if you do a, a proper survey mm-hmm. of a randomized, you know, 10,000 people, the country is almost, you know, it's 45 Republican, 45 Democrat, and the, the remainders are independents. You're not going to have a strong sway one side or the other, but it's definitely noteworthy. Ah, I would agree. Well, well, and two, I think with it with the whole fraud and stuff. I mean, you saw Trump try to put it to Supreme Court, and they said no, that there wasn't enough evidence. So that's not what they said. Did they convict? No, but they yeah. Did. So there's not Trump, enough evidence. Trump, no, no. Trump never took it to the Supreme Court. Trump's Trump's legal team never took it to the Supreme oh, Court. Excuse me. They. Well, it's very important. You can't get all snarky with me. <clears throat> Trump t- Trump localized into each state <clears throat> into their po- into their practices of the of the state itself. For example, with my state of Michigan, we, there was a whole issue of uh, poll watchers not being able to observe the vote, not observe, not be able to observe the count. We have a place downtown. I forget the new name, but it, the old name is Cobo Hall, and it's a big. Uh, like convention center and stuff, that's where they were seen on video of ballots being brought in at 3, 4 in the morning and were counted and no one was able to count them or they were blocking the window so no one could see in. That's the stuff Trump was trying to fight. Like, how can you certify a result when this is happening? Why can't we go through a full audit, right? The court, I think the case you're talking about the Supreme Court is when the state of Texas filed a suit against the six other states. Correct. Excuse me. Well, it's very important. It's very. It is. It's important where okay. the suit oh, originates okay. from. Right. Well, I got to see your little smirk on your bald head right there, and you tried. To, <laughs> <laughs> and the and the court said off of basically off of a technicality, they they can't take the case. The case was never struck down. They never voted against them. They just said there was no no reason to take the case, no or couldn't take the case on a technicality, or said like the state. Texas can't sue another state because of their practices well, or something that's, like that's that. Well, that's what it was because initially the first one that went to the Supreme Court was from Pennsylvania. And since Texas was already going to file a motion with the Supreme Court, that's initially because I think it went to the Supreme Court twice. And then the initial one, the Pennsylvania one, that's the one where they didn't, they didn't have a dissent. They didn't have anything. They just said we're not looking at the case and it was because texas was gathering all this evidence but then like kip said because of a technicality states can't sue other states like that that's why they couldn't see it so nonetheless fraudulent whatever you have all these different cases and at the end of the day biden's won tomorrow he will be our president that is true well yeah, that's factual. What you said there, he'll be president. <clears throat> so fast forward a few months. I mean, you had all across all these states wanting audits, and you had governors 
declining the audits or your Secretary of State saying they weren't going to audit. They weren't going to max signatures. That's fair. I think that's a problem. I would agree. Right? I, I think if you don't have anything to hide, there's no reason not to do a forensic audit. If it's if it's asked of – if the election is close enough to where um, it could go either way. And it, it, it was. It was close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, if the losing side wants an audit, they should have that right. Because, yeah, I mean, everyone has the right to have every single vote count, right? Mm-hmm. But every single legal mm-hmm. vote vote count. Right. Now, what do you mean by legal? I mean, isn't every... I mean, if you vote, it's a legal vote. No. Not, not if you go around to 10,000 homeless people. They're not registered Don't, voters. It's called ballot harvesting. You're not supposed to do that. You can't do that. You, can, you, you can't have a representative from one side go to a group and say, hey, fill these out. We'll go ahead and collect your ballots. You don't have to go in. That was a problem with the mail-in system. So you have... Democrats going into all these areas just to fill votes, and I, and I'm going to assume Republicans do it too. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to say they haven't, but you're not supposed to have this ballot harvesting practice. And that, like you said homeless people or people who don't vote or whatever, or they give them gift cards, right, mm-hmm. or, or you know favors or whatever. I didn't get a gift card. I didn't either. So the the obvious. I think flaw that we have here, or we opened a bag of worms, was with the mail-in voting system. It was new to the magnitude due to COVID and the paranoia around that virus. And there, it's obvious it's not the way to go. So my question to you guys is, do you think the mass mail-in voting is a thing to stick around for a while? Or do you think it goes back to like states look at things differently next time around? Uh, can I get no, this? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I personally, I think if you're going to vote, you need to go do it in person. You're, the it, they give you time. Your businesses give you time on voting day, and you can do early voting. If you want your vote counted, you can do. And I think you should do it in person. Now, if you have some accentuating circumstances, you are working out of town where you actually are supposed to vote, yada, 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 then you can take that out to a person-by-person vote. But I think the strong majority of people should vote in person. I mean, it's your right. You should practice it. And it shouldn't be just something that you could just throw in the mail and that's done. I saw this great analogy. If you went through a thousand, if you went through a thousand dollars in cash and mail it to yourself and have complete confidence that it'll get back to you, then you shouldn't mail your vote. I agree. I've never had a problem with the absentee system because you got to have matching signatures and there's a process to go about it. Yeah, it's a process. But the, but the ability to just, we're going to send out a vote, a ballot to every household. Yeah. Whether they live there or not is completely asinine and broken. Mm-hmm. I do think, again, with you, vote in person. I think the electronic systems need to go away. I agree. I think it should I, just be paper. Uh, yep, paper ballots and you know the, the whole process, the whole thing with the whole Dominion systems and this, that, which we'll get to in a second. But if, if you want to fix it, because people complain about the long lines – you gotta have more polling stations. Well, well, this is right. the problem it, it, we're having too. Is you don't have enough people our age willing to work a polling station. 
That's why there aren't enough polling stations. I think, I think obviously well, there's some okay. logistics, but every time you go to I, a polling station, they're all over sixty. Okay, like, that's fine. I get that. You have a bunch of of national guardsmen on call. You tell them they're working, right? You have the army, you have the military set up to work the polls, right? I I think that's an easy solution. They're getting paid anyway. So tell you know part of their duty is you say look you're you're in the reserves you're national guard or whatever, you work on the poll day we're going to open up more polls here's your shift you're going to work half the day you're going to this guy's going to work the second half of the day, and that's how you can fix the problem about opening more polling stations. I think that's fair. While continuing asking for volunteers, and then you know if you need then you can have a seniority rank of of national guards and reserves and the new guys are the ones working or whatever. You know, I, I think that's a very viable solution. Mass mail-in voting will never work. It will work for this administration that we have coming up because they're going to get the votes they want. Until it's proven that there was fraud in this election, and I think it will be proven at some point during this administration that they can prove without a doubt there was fraud. Obviously, Biden will be president. But I think he will – I was talking to uh, Christian before the show. But I think there's a couple things that could happen. I think that um, he'll be impeached, which obviously with the Democrats having the House and the Senate, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to happen. But, I mean, from day one, Marjorie, Marjorie Green from here in Georgia you know, said she's going to file articles of impeachment on the 21st. So – you know, we'll see if that well, actually happens. So, and of I'm course, so they, well, and of course, they they censored her. You know, Twitter banned her account. Um, so did Facebook because um, she somehow supported the Capitol riots, which the Capitol riots were not Trump supporters. I don't care what anybody has to say; they were not true patriots. The, the, the FBI came out and said that too. In their investigation, they've said that it was not. It was a pre-planned organize, organization. It wasn't just spontaneous of a bunch of Trump supporters there correct doing it. So this this notion that the mainstream media has now maybe there maybe those people that did storm they probably voted for Trump. That's a possibility. Trump denounced that whole act from the get go. There was no violence plan. There was no storming of the Capitol plan. And even talking with Christian, he said he y'all have friend family friends up there, right? Yep. That said everybody was singing God Bless America, interlocking arms, and, you know, just you have a, a couple of bad apples. Does that make the whole, you know, the whole um, the whole group bad? Well, and two, going to that point, the, the family friend that we have, uh, she was saying that it was those certain people that were breaking up their singing, pushing into the crowd. With the megaphones pushing the masses in, and most of the people on her video immediately were like, "This is Antifa." Yeah, like it was. It was like a blatant, like, "This isn't us. We're not with these people." It was. It was like a strong distinction, real quick. I had mixed feelings of that day. Um, obviously, reports come out afterwards, and they, but my initial gut reaction was like, "This isn't." Kosher, you shouldn't be doing this. I agree. You know, breaking into the cap and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've talked to people and I told them like how I'm somewhat a little bit more 
somewhat prideful of what happened because you have a group of people trying to fight against the government, which I'm more, I'm more anti-government than I am pro-conservative. If that kind of makes sense. That does. So if you, if you're taking steps to, to try and, and make your voices heard and and let government officials know you're not going to take it and you're going to storm their offices and storm the building that is our house, not their house it kind of gets you in that little bit of American spirit type of situation. And you can go back, you know, you, you think founding fathers, you think of American revolution where you just had a bunch of people pissed off at government and they took control. So as much as I, that's where I was kind of pride and like, well, this is, this is a true, because most other countries, you wouldn't be able to step foot on the steps of the Capitol building, let alone get into it. So that that's where I was like, this this is kind of part of the American. I'm not gonna say way of life, but this is definitely more of a historical moment in the historical match up with historical events that has happened in our country. So, well, but of course now that after everything you hear now, it's like okay, it was just a bunch of scum trying to, who are probably anti-Trump, anti-Biden, just anti-government in general, yeah. trying to cause destruction. When I when I tell you this, and we all had this discussion off podcast, uh, I, I too was conflicted because um, you do. I mean, it's your right to protest, right? I mean, it, that's a right. It's a fundamental right, freedom of speech. You have a right to protest, um, and, and I fully support everybody's right, everybody's First Amendment to do that. But what I did have a problem with was to the extent of how they practiced that right. And storming the Capitol. Well, in, but you can't say that because afterwards you see videos of cops just letting them in. You know, guide them in the right direction. You know, there, there's theories out there that that this that they were the Capitol police were told to let it go. I mean, how how did how did the one guy steal the podium from the Senate floor? I mean, that that seems odd, right? And then you had the story that the Capitol police. Or Secret Service shooting that Ashley Barnett or Ashley Barrett, you know, killing her when you know, so no shots were fired except for government officials. Uh, you have um, crap. What, what was the other thing? I, I, I my mind just went right out, right out the door. Well, I, so, so I think a lot of that though, rather they were let in or what have you. People were in the Capitol making a ruckus and maybe willing to cause harm to somebody like you can like I understand there were no shots fired by anybody in the protest like that's cool but well how much of a, how much of a ruckus can they be making if they're still staying within the velvet ropes I mean right I mean you saw some of you know the people I voted for Carol you know some of the people everybody voted for they're all fearful for their life when it's happening. Well, of right course for they the, run. They, right they, for they, of course they do. If I was a congressman, I would have ran too. I got a mob of twenty thousand people outside wanting my head. Of course, I'm going to be out. They want. Yeah, I, I get that. But but the thing is, you should be able to. The, pro- the other, you should be able to protest peacefully. You shouldn't come to that. Right, but this is where part of that whole pride conversation comes in, where sometimes necessary steps like this need to take place to get your voices heard. Right, but 
like, but you like, could say the okay. same thing about the Black Lives protests earlier. They did some radical mm. things, and now mm. all of a sudden, <laughs> you can't equate the two. No, they're not even equal. They're not even they're equal. Not even two. They're, because they're, all right, so okay, so I'm glad you brought it up. Let's take a look back at Black Lives Matter when they were on the Capitol. Let's take a look at when there was protesters inside the Capitol on the Green New Deal when they wanted that. There was no armed officials. There was no trying to storm. They let them in, let them do their thing, and and everyone on their merry way. But when this happens, it's treated like this is the worst day in America, and it's a crazy, it's an abomination. And how they dare these people? They equated this to nine eleven. Yeah, to Vietnam, to D Day. You can't do that. You can't. That has it's, nothing it's intellectually, to do with. And it, the BM, the the Black Lives Matter protests slash riots. The protesting is fine. I have, like you said, there's nothing wrong. With protesting, correct? Nothing wrong with that. That correct. is your right. Please correct. do it. But it's different when you start burning and breaking windows of private businesses. Destroying, yeah, private. Okay? And I'm not saying that, yeah, if they had destroyed some stuff that was government property, okay? To me, I want to be on more of the prideful side of that. You know? I'm not going to lie, no, as a historian, I've, if they would have destroyed any of that, I would have had to throw some hands. Just saying, but continue. But You wouldn't have done anything. But, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, those people that went into the Capitol, mm-hmm. whether you agree with them or not, they did not terrorize anyone. Yes, yes they did. If they didn't terrorize anybody, why are people caring for their lives? Because why? Because that, because why do they need the cower for their lives? What? What? Because people are breaking into their place of work. With 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 what? With what weapons? With what? With what intent to do harm to them? But you don't. If they, know their if they really, if they, if but they you don't. Really but want, you don't know their intent. If if there's a giant crowd of people pushing into your home, what what makes you think they're all peaceful? Because they hadn't done anything else outside. Not outside, but you not they're, they're in my you place of work. Just gonna, you, you think they're just going to storm a place and not have already caused ruckus before they got there? They were causing ruckus. They were already they pushing were? into it. Yeah. Pushing in, but not causing fires, not going against them. They weren't holding signs, bring me Pelosi. They weren't doing things, we're going to get Mitch. That's not, I mean, our definitions of ruckus are different, but, but, but just because they but, weren't being violent. When you push in and you, like if someone invades my home, I'm going to assume it's a hostage. They didn't pr- private property. They didn't push in. They and yeah, you, you may be playing devil's advocate, which is perfectly fine. But it's getting me riled up, which is fine too. Okay. Yes. They we were haven't being, seen they, riled up WD in a while. They were being let. They were being let in at the same time by the police officer. There's multiple videos now that have been released that are true. That even has the police officer or the the security, whoever they may be, saying, "Hey, go this way. Don't cause ruckus." As we can call it, don't don't terrorize, don't do stuff like that. Yeah, they took a podium. Yeah, they took Pelosi's laptop. Well, I'm actually kind of glad they took Pelosi's laptop because maybe stuff will come out that's been hiding. Okay, so you're glad that they stole private property? You're glad that they just took? It's stuff? not. When is it private property? It's it's that's, her laptop. That is, not, what do you mean? It, when's it? No, private? it's not a government issue. That's a taxpayer's laptop, buddy. That's a taxpayer's oh, laptop. So, no, I, I I can understand the laptop. You got some gray area and stuff in there, but. I, I get I get both sides of it, but at the end of the day, so when you when you're saying when you're saying the word ruckus, it's it's got me it's got me edged <laughs> like WD because there ain't no way. Yeah, they were like, 
what I think their intentions were, we're going to get inside. We're going to yell and chant and scream inside okay. so they can hear so, us when so they're in the chamber. So how are they supposed to know that? That wasn't publicized. You're you right. You're right. They're not, you're right. You're right. You're not supposed to know that. But here's the other thing, too. The other avenue is, is they all got the Secret Service yelling in their ears, too. We got to go. We can't forget, Pelosi's third in line for president. I think Mitch is fourth or fifth or something like that, right? So you still have some high-ranking people that the Secret Service job is to protect and take care of. Right. Now, what I would have loved to see is you have some of the more conservative Congress members. Like, what if you had Matt Gates, Ted Cruz, and some of these guys come out and wave to the hands? Like, you know, we hear you, we support you. What if they did that? Do you think it would have been treated differently? No. I mean, who cares if they support that? I mean, honestly, you're terrorizing somebody. It's an act of terror. So at the end of the day, it's an act of terror. So you're, saying, you say you're, definitely you're, you're saying that's your definition of domestic terrorism. That's right not there. what I'm saying, but I'm saying you get that's, okay. that's not my definition, but it has been defined as that. Yes. By whom? Yes, it has. By whom? So all I'm saying is it's important. It's important. It's important. By whom? By, right. I wanted him to answer. Oh, I'm sorry. By the bad. government, right? <laughs> by, by the people. By those people that they terrorized. It, like if okay, let me propose this question. The people on January 6th, what they did was more, was better or worse than the multiple Black Lives Matter resulted protests over the year. Just simple, more or worse, better or worse. I mean, it's about equal. It's about equal bullshit. <laughs> Let's still go with this. Okay. January 6th, occupation of the Capitol for about three hours, four hours, or... The whole Chaz set up in Seattle that lasted weeks. Chaz has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter, though. That's Antifa. That's a whole different organization. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. It's a. It's a, there's a point to what I'm bringing up here. So you had unoccupied zone of blocks of private property, private businesses trying to set up a city within a city. What's better or worse? I mean, obviously that's worse because of time. Okay, but it, but time, yeah, time, but time, time. You think it's worse because it lost it in longevity, dude? I know he's playing devil's advocate, but this is good. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for people to hear this. If you are going to claim that this was domestic terrorism by the on January sixth by the Capitol, then you need to say it's the domestic terrorism of each and every violent protests or as they like to say peaceful mostly peaceful protests and the chaz setup I, those were I, much worse I, had yeah. greater ramifications caused more damage more insurance claims and destroyed private property versus a few smashed windows in a government building but Christian, were the, they, was it were they for better for better reasons i mean oh good question i mean purposely Ooh. you have a whole people group has been shunned in history okay. and has okay. been degraded and okay. who has not had a voice okay and you push you, you push somebody in the wall are you are you talking off. about the american people versus the government no i'm talking about black <laughs> people like like the whole black okay. community you have a whole people group who honestly don't have an identity because their identity was taken mm. from them from the moment they came over here they didn't have okay. a tribe. They did, They all spoke different languages. They all came from different tribes, and they all were thrown it and just said, "You're all the same people. Now you're slaves." They were don't, they taken. Yes, they were taken. What do you mean? There was a whole slave trade. They were kidnapped. Now, of course, at the end of the day, if you actually knew d- deep in history, 
of course, different tribes sold. I mean, of course, okay. black people sold black people. That's fair. Okay. But at the end of the okay. but at the so, end of the day, nobody chose slavery. So all those people's identities are taken from them, and they actually were never. And, le- <clears throat> they were never legally given equal rights until. Right, and I could I okay. I agree with you on a lot of that. Okay, I do. The part I don't agree with is how the protesting. Yeah, protest. Yeah. If you have a section, a community that's been disenfranchised, that has not had the advantages of others, all that, protest all you want. That's fine. That's how even they had sit-ins, right? Sit-ins. They mm-hmm. didn't get off uh, Rosa Parks on the bus, all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, civil rights happened. That's great. But it doesn't give you the right to burn down things. It doesn't give I, you the right I agree. To, to, I, I to, agree. You shouldn't destroy property. But at the same token, if I've been peaceful for decades and deca- decades in my lives, in my children's children's lives, when is it enough? What, what do I have to do to be heard and for there to be a change? Because obviously being peaceful wasn't a long – like it changed okay. things for that Perfect. moment, but it hasn't gotten any better since then. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. That's where it goes back to the pride where – there's a comes a point in time when you can no longer be peaceful and you need to be violent and you need to make your voices heard and sacrifices need to be made. Casualties need to happen. All right. Go back to me. Tar and feather would be a wonderful thing that happened on the six. Wouldn't it have been fun to see Pelosi walking out like a chicken or something like that? Right. They guillotine people. They put people in the, in those channel locks. There's a point in history when you need to get more violent. You need to get more heard and peaceful protest does the same thing. So while I will say black people were treated much more poorly than white people and they had to fight for rights and the equal clauses in the Constitution, they got it. Okay? No, they didn't. And that's fra- they, they have it, yes. They have equal representation under the laws of the Constitution. Now, if you want to talk prejudices and you want to talk about other problems, that's a different conversation. But – your neighbor who's a black guy, I don't know if your neighbor's really a black guy, but I'm just I do have saying. a neighbor that's a black guy, actually. Okay. <laughs> Under the Constitution, he has the exact same rights as you do. Whether he perceives that as to be true or not, whether the society wants to believe that it is true or not, if you go to a court of law and say his rights were violated under the Constitution, he will win. Okay, so then why are blacks more incarcerated more for the same crimes? Culture. Culture. You uh, want to talk about that? Uh, 1994, uh, uh, Joe Biden. Crime, uh, crime bill. Put them all in jail. Kamala Harris put more black people in jail for marijuana than anyone else. And these two are now running the damn country. You want to talk about... You're right. <laughs> you want to talk about some other stuff? Because they cut, they grow up... 70% of them grew up with a, with a single mother and no fatherhood issue. they getting gangs early on. They represent a much greater part of criminal activity. Now... It is on them in the black community to change that. Why? Why okay. is it not on everybody? Okay. How come the Asians do better than white people in terms of, of education and salaries? Expectation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They're a subgroup. They came in here. They were brought in. They were slaves. They built the, the, the railroads and gold mine in California. Same thing with same with the Go ahead. I'm like super. I'm say? super proud. You know that. Uh, that was a. Pro- I had a proud history. I'm not a. I'm not a dummy. I'm not a, a, dummy. Ah, I'm not a Michigan, dummy. So you you had you had a bunch of Irish that came over here and they were in the slave trade and building railroads and digging yeah. coal coal mines and stuff like that. Okay, you had all these other groups that came into America willingly, unwillingly. Hell, in World War II, they a bunch of Japanese were put in concentration camps. Yeah. 
You don't see them bitching nowadays. Exactly. So it comes back to the mindset of the people and where you got to have your culture, your community, your identification of a person, right, needs to change that. So now let's take the subgroup of the black people. You get the black guy that gets out of the city, moves to the suburbs with the white people. What's called? He's called an Uncle Tom. He's called a sellout. He's not black enough. That's not helping your cause as the black community. Right, and those people that have made it out, they recognize the problems. Right? Do you remember the video a few years ago, or of the of the mom smacking the kid with a shoe, a black mom smacking the kid with a black? He was down there protesting. I remember my mm-hmm. mom slapping me with a shoe, but I don't remember that video. Okay, no, she well, yanked, she yanked his butt too. Yeah. I saw it. You have that. So when you add in all the statistics and the stuff that black people are doing to not help themselves, it's easy to say why they're incarcerated the most. It's easy to say for them to play the victimhood and want reparations and want all this stuff when they're not doing anything to try and help themselves in the first place. There's plenty of people trying to help themselves. There's plenty of people in the community. I never, I ne- I never, I never said that. I not once said that. When you look at the generalizations of the community as a whole, right? look at Chicago. It's a shithole. Do you think the people in Chicago want to change that city? No. Not the, not the collective effort of the whole group. Same with Detroit. Detroit's been a crap hole for, for decades, it's since the 60s. Because they have the lines since the se- And then there's some economic <laughs> things. But. Well, that, 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 that's where white people and black people agree. The lines suck, and there's never going to be a problem with that. So, there's parts of Atlanta. There's parts of Atlanta. So let's, let's turn the page a little bit to about – What's the future going to hold for this administration? Let's just talk a couple of minutes about that. Um, that way we can wrap this uh, this uh, this show up. But so, what are your opinions on the next four years? And just like a brief synopsis, uh, what do you think? Um, you know, we'll say we'll we'll put Christian in the middle of ours. So, <laughs> I think I think you're going to have the for the first. You know, the first year is going to be identity politics to the max. It is going to be, look what I've done for this group. Look what I've done for that group. We have this with that. Hell, he just came out. He Biden's got, I think, I don't know if it's a Secretary of Health or Assistant Secretary of Health. Secretary. The transgender Secretary, yeah, uh, a transgender woman who's now a Secretary of Health. And it's like, She's got no previous experience. Well, uh, she, she was she was a she was a secretary of, of health in Pennsylvania, who put a bunch of people, old people, in nursing homes to die of COVID, while at the same time pulled her mom out of the of the nursing home, let her live in a hotel. So that's a fun story to have, and as a member of your cabinet, I mean, I think you're going to see Danny Pollock's play to the max. You're going to see a push from radical left members to really try and get their far left agendas, the Green New Deals, the UBIs, the Medicare for all, that stuff's gonna happen. But I really don't think a lot of that is going to come to flourishion. And I think some of the the Pelosi's and the Schumers don't want that and recognize it's not the best answer and they're going to try and rein that in as best they can. So I see more so at least for the next two years, I see a lot of infighting within the Democratic Party and not a lot of action being done overall outside of Biden's executive orders, you know, and, and some of the things, obviously I, I really think we're going to have some trade problems. China's going to come back into play on stuff who just got accused of genocide by Mike, Mike Pompeo. 
Uh, they are committing I, genocide, I, but that's nonetheless. They are, and they denied it, but yeah, we can trust the Chinese. So I'm very interested in what's going to happen. Um, I think there's going to be some type of scapegoat for Biden, and I also think they are going to still hammer in on an anti-Trump train for the rest of the four years. Uh, I think they have to. Well, like, it's like going to boil I'm, down to them blaming or for them saying Trump created Q. You think that you think they're going to make Q relevant? Uh, yes, I do, and I think because they're associating Q followers with the people who uh, went into the Capitol building, and so I think they're going to they're going to somehow spin this. They're going to try to impeach him when he's not even president, so he can't yeah, run again. But right. Christian, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, again, I'm not going to play devil's advocate anymore. Uh, sure. I, even though that was a lot of fun. Um, personally, I, I do agree, Kit. There's going to be a, a huge push the next, I wouldn't even say four years. I think the next two years, there's going to be a huge push in policies. I think there is going to be a lot of pandering, a lot of look at me. This is what I'm doing for you. I do agree with that. Uh, I, I think the Democrats are going to have to take advantage of the next two years of them having both sides of the House because, uh, again, two years you can vote for your senator again, which I think everybody should. I think you're going to see um, either there's going to be a, a open, overwhelming amount of people agreeing with what's going on and pushing that for another two years, or what you're going to see is an overarching uh, group of people disagreeing with the policies being pushed, and they're going to go the other direction. I, I do think one of the two uh, parts of Senate are going to uh, be Republican in the next two years. And I think the Democrats know that, and, and I do think that there's going to be a huge push in policy uh, to make sure the next two years they get a lot done. Now, what actually gets, you know, accepted or passed, like Kip said, it may be a lot in fighting um, here and there, but I do think um, the American people, we do have to be aware of how each and everything's affecting us now, but most definitely in the long term of things being passed. Um, I think, you know, you saw that the Keystone um, pipeline was being discontinued or, or what have you. Um, that's going to have some effects, not only in the next four years, but could have some effects uh, for the next decade or so, depending on how that goes. Um, not saying that I agree or disagree with the Keystone Pipeline or anything, but you, it has made gas prices go down low. Your day-to-day life has uh, definitely uh, been made positive in that way. Now, if you agree, if you think, hey, I don't want that pipeline going through, where it's going through and that's worth two more dollars a gallon. Hey, I'm, you know, that's what you well, think. To, cool. um, to be, cl- to be clear on Christian's point, it was for the Keystone pipeline XL, which I don't know what that oh, okay. differs from the Keystone pipeline. And it was reported that Biden is going to block that permit come day one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and I've also heard that Canada plans on suing the United States on the blockage of that permit because it really limits their economic output in the the investment they made into that because the pipeline does cross borders Correct. and it's supposed to bring it's supposed to bring oil from Canada into the states and they got their deal mixed up so so yeah that that's will be in uh, discussion for sure yeah uh, and on a personal note um, I think uh, 
I kind of joked with Dubs about starting a new political group, but I think it is kind of relevant. Um, I saw this post of a day or two ago that, you know, the left's blaming the right, the right's blaming the left, and then there's people looking forward trying to solve problems. And I think that's who we need to be, uh, not only now in the next four years, but I think politically, you got to start caring about your local politics. You got to start caring about the, your neighbors. You got to start caring about the people around you. If you see somebody have a great opportunity, help them uh, take advantage of that great opportunity. If you see people, if you can't help people get a great opportunity, but you can point them in that direction, do so. We need to stop pointing fingers and we need to start taking care of one another. I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, what have you, no matter what, my whatever your viewpoint is politically, at the end of the day, there's some problems in this country that we can all agree are our problems. And we need to stop pointing fingers and we start taking care of those problems and taking care of each other. But before you give us your answer, Dubs, that's an interesting point you brought up. I feel over the last four years with Trump is you had a split in the in the Republican Party. You've got the traditional Republicans and you have the MAGA crowd. Okay, that's kind of what I see with the infighting of the Democrats. Like I think you're going to have two separate groups come out. And it will be interesting if, if those two subgroups that come out somehow join forces to change the political spectrum. Be very interesting. Dubs, what's your four years? Yeah, that uh, that would be interesting, actually. Um, no, I think maybe my I'm more the conspiracy theorist, the the further right. Yeah, he uh, is. View. But you know, I've I've said this since. You know, there's been an inkling that Biden might would win before the election, but I don't think Biden will last all four years. So I'm not saying that he's going to be assassinated or anything like that. I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a couple things that could happen. He's going to be deemed unfit, and they're going to be able to push him out that way. And then Kamala will step in, which I think is who they actually want to win or to uh, to run the country right now. What what did you say a few minutes ago about um God, you said something about Biden not making it or something like that. But, oh, um uh the the about fraudulent votes coming out. Right? I see a Richard Nixon thing where proof comes out that Biden cheated. The Biden campaign cheated. He just easily resigns, Kamala takes over, they wash their hands with it and they move on with their lives. Yeah. That could happen. I mean, there's been, you know, there was as he's come out and said, Biden, who I'm talking to, has come out and said it himself, and he said it back when he was with Obama as VP, is that, you know, a contingency plan is for him to say he got a disease or some kind of sickness that makes him unfit, and he would be willing to say that in order to have somebody, uh, I guess, more competent to step into power. Um yeah. Which, if that does happen, I mean, I say it's going to happen within the six, first six months of his presidency. Eh, I probably, I may be wrong, but I may be right. I don't know. Um, I, I do think over the next four years, though, you're going to see a shift. Um, and it's and it's only can only go one or two ways. Either you're going to you're going to have a blue wave, if you will, like people say here in Georgia uh, during this past election, uh, you're going to have a blue wave where you're just going to Somehow they're going to convince people to vote Democrat or they're going to continue how they gotten their votes in the past and continue that. So that way they do securities wins. Um, what I think is going to happen is I do think a 
another party is going to come about. Um, that's that's going to get traction more than the Libertarian Party, more than the Green Party. Uh, I mean, there's talks of called the Lion Party. It's it's a MAGA uh, party. It's, that's a huge group. That's a huge group. And, and, I, and I really do think that that could happen. Now, whether they have a voice, who knows? You know, but I think I, I do think with like what Christian said, the next two years is pivotal for the Democrats if they want to get things mm-hmm. passed through. Because um, it's, it's not too often you get House, Senate, and Presidency all at the same time. Now, if they had the Supreme Court, it'd be a wrap. It would yeah. be a, a complete wrap. But, I mean, if you are conservative out there, that is the same grace as that you, you feel that it is a conservative leaning court, as long as it doesn't get packed. I mean, that's, there's that conversation for another day but um <clears throat> i am very interested on in the whole new party situation and, and you cannot deny that the MAGA crowd is large and they have an inf- uh, have an impact uh in our society straight evidence is that is the ratings for fox news just plummeted after the election right yeah, they're lower. They're lower than CNN and yeah. a bunch of places. I mean, when when Facebook and Twitter started censoring the president and going through that mess, didn't like Twitter stock on Monday drop like ten billion in, in worth or something like that over a billion dollars? Well, anybody they, know? Well, they lost over fifty one million combined. Okay, so something like that. I mean, that's and you see these other companies just skyrocket in, in volume and stuff. So it's definitely out there that the mega crowd. Is there and as much as it, they're going to put it that they're just Trump people and Trump supporters, I would go a step further. Not just Trump supporters; they are small government. Let me live my life, do what I want to think. Type of group, you know, fiscally conservative, socially liberal. You know, kind of a step above a libertarian, I guess, in in a in a sense. But it will definitely be. Very interesting. And I think every libertarian should stop calling themselves libertarian. Find the next party, whatever it's the Lion Party, what have you. That's what they should start baking because everybody believes libertarians are losers because they lose every election and you will not win being a libertarian. Now, you can be a libertarian and be called something else, but if you call yourself a libertarian, I do not see you winning an election, at least a big government election mm-hmm. maybe some you know small politics possibly but not well so and the and to put a little bow before we get to the dub nugget i think that you're going to see younger politicians i agree mm-hmm. we've I think, already started we've already started seeing it with mm-hmm. you know aoc and yeah. and and her and a couple of people that got voted in this last election but i think you're going to see some prominent and i'm more on the right side but i do think you're going to see younger right side minded politicians who are going to put their hands or their uh, their hats in the ring and get voted in locally mm-hmm. and then work themselves up. Yep. Um, I My prediction is that Candace Owens will be president of the United States. I think she'll be the first female wow. black elected president of the United States. I do think that. Wow. That, that's a- so, January 19th, 2021. <laughs> So. We'll see. I know I didn't get to everything I wanted to talk about. I think we might have to. I want. I do want to talk about the whole censorship aspect of Facebook and, and Twitter. So we'll save that for another show. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you, is that something we should? Yeah. Kind of discuss because right. I'm I'm definitely confused on that avenue. 
and um, we, can we can go talk from there. For hours. We could talk for hours. This has been a good show, and, and too bad we're on a time limit because I really want to get that with WD riled up just a little bit more. <laughs> and excited uh, WD is a fun let, WD. Let me tell you now, so, be, playing devil's advocate was the highlight of the night so far. Yeah, listen. I hope I can't wait till we do Religion 2.0 again, so I can get you worked up. You can get me worked <laughs> up, and then I'm gonna play Devil's Advocate, <laughs> and then where we're gonna be at. So, uh, so we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna do a double nugget. Just as a reminder, we are reading that book. If you guys are joining along, leave us a comment or message us. Let us know if you're joining us. The book is called uh, Mistakes from Name, but not by me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the information is up on the Facebook page. Yep. Have you guys started reading it? I yeah, have, I have an Audible. I've yep. read the intro. I read some of it uh, during this weekend. But <laughs> well, we are recording that episode next week. That's fine. So <laughs> well, I, you know, as, as you know, I'll have plenty of time this next two weeks to read. So that's, oh, that's right. Yeah, Christian's in a little bit of a quarantine time right now. I think for a little bit yep. until uh, some test results come back. Um, I'm not sick, by the way. Yeah, he's asymptomatic, but uh, we'll see what happens. He may be a man, he may be a woman, we don't know. (laughs) I may be pregnant, who knows? You know, it's a a crazy world. I was going to go down the the line of like a venereal disease, but I I try to stay classy a little bit. I I appreciate that. We're not talking about true medical history, (laughs) Doug. Talk about mine, all right? All right, Doug, get us the dumb nugget out of here, and then we'll uh, we'll bounce out. Yeah, so since this is Trump's uh, last night as president, the United States. I thought it'd be cool to throw out a couple of facts about um, El Presidente. So spitting facts, spitting straight facts. Um, so did you know that in 1988, um, Trump uh, was considered to be a running mate with uh, George H. W. Bush? Hmm. But, I, I did uh, not know that. Dan Quayle uh, obviously ultimately won the, the decision. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That is pretty a cool. Young, That's a young D- DT, you know? <laughs> Were you having more? You said facts, or you got any yeah, more? Yeah, I got one it? more. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do, do with, the next one. That- it has to do with the presidency. So, you know, he actually ran for president in 2000 under the Reform Party, and he won Oprah Winfrey as his running mate. Oh, wow. Huh. Very interesting. So That's really cool. Quick yes or no. Will Trump run again for president or for any other local office? Yes. No, with the caveat of this, he will be impeached by the Democrats. And once you're impeached, you cannot run for any other political office. I say he won't run either just because he's getting older. I say he's going to be an advisory to Don Jr. Oh, wow. And you're going you're gonna to have baby Trump doing it, and, and big Trump's just going to be the his, uh, his hype man for all the uh, – Rallies and stuff like that. I wish so. my dad was my hype man. That'd be really nice. <laughs> Gents, it has been a good episode. I enjoy when we have great conversations like this. We can always do politics, but I know not everyone enjoys it. So we will be back next next week. It's uh, will be our discussion over the book that we're reading. Anything else, guys? Final thoughts? Yes? No? No? All right. Everyone have a great evening. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Can I get a whole year? Oh, yeah.